Let's finally turn here to uh, a brief meditation this morning from God's Word. As I've been uh, sharing today, the focus has been on Proverbs 31, verse 28. Mother's Day is a reminder that words matter. You know that, right? We all know that. Words matter. Even though we know that, we know that especially for ourselves and and how uh, uh, words impact us and they continue to impact us. We're not always proactive and intentional with our words and using them to powerfully build up and impact others. Mothers, as as we've seen in the video and as has been shared, there's an enormous and unique burden that ladies face. The work that y'all do, many many of y'all are are, are, uh, working not just at home, but also you have jobs during the day. And a woman's work, a woman's work, never ends, right? Never ends. You know, at, at when, when the kids are, are are restless at night or crying, it's you ladies and mamas who are quick to get up. And somehow, guys have this selective hearing, and we we were able to get into this deep, deep comatose type sleep and aren't awakened and restless. And I know I want to be careful not not to bash men. It's not it's not the purpose here. But I think we need to be honest about the many sacrifices you ladies face. The significance of your work, even at home, oftentimes can be minimized, and and that you don't get any break off. You don't get any time to transition or decompress. You're like on all the time, and you feel it. You mean you just sit here? Just sitting here and you don't have, maybe don't have your kids next to you. You're like, just feel that, 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 that burden begin to settle in before it wears off. Ladies, making not just the meals for the family, your own meals, giving yourself the leftovers, giving the best to your children, to your husbands. And oftentimes, words fail. Men, I know for us that words are not always quick and come to, my mind, come to our minds. It's probably the inappropriate words that are quick that come to our minds, right? We have to really work at this. It, it takes time, thoughtfulness, intentionality. But the ladies in our life, the mamas in our life, they need our words. As, as, as God's word says, speaking in Proverbs 31, the response of the family to the mother, to that virtuous woman, is that her children rise up and call her blessed. Her husband also, and he praises her. Many women have done excellently, but you surpass them all. We have a ministry to mamas with our mouths. We need to uh, appreciate the significance of this. And so today is just a brief meditation to remind us to be intentional, to be intentional with building up 
the mamas around us, building up the ladies around us. I want to walk through some scriptures that remind us this, of this ministry with our mouths. And it's not just about mamas. It's just in general. We should all be thoughtful and intentional with the words that we share that come out of our mouths. Because words matter. Amen? Take a look here. At Proverbs 10. It says, The mouth of the righteous is a fountain of life. Hold on. Go back to that last one there. The mouth of the righteous is a fountain of of life. Our words should be life giving. Not, not, not taking and sucking away. You know, the ladies who are, you put, you put the work together and put a food on the table and you hear, oh, again? Oh, this is the worst. I am guilty of, you could use a little bit more salt, sweetie. Thank you, sweetheart, for making the meal. Please pass the salt. (laughs) Oftentimes, we're quick. It's instinctive to to recognize the, the negative, right? That's just sin in this world and sin in us. Like, what is good and what is what is best isn't always instinctive and natural. We shouldn't just unfiltered say whatever instinctively and naturally comes to our minds, right? It'd be a bad place. We want to be intentional. The ladies in our lives are like the the crops that we plant in the field. They need tending. They need care. They need to be watered. They need to be attended to. Proper conditions and sunlight and context and care so they can bloom and thrive. Our words create that context. Our mouths should bring life. We want to pause and be intentional and consider how, what, are, what are some ways that we can bring encouragement to, our, to the ladies in our lives. Now, again, what, I, I just want to acknowledge these scriptures are for all people, for all relationships. I'm just applying this here today to our mamas. Now, I want you to know, too, the mouth of the righteous. God's intention is that we all should be righteous. I mean, some of you should have like mouths of, that, that produce life. It's all of us. All right, next verse here. Go to the, there we go. The lips of the righteous nourish many. They feed, they meet the needs uh, of, of the people in our lives that are around us. Once again, in order to be nourishing, in order to, to, to meet the need, we need to be attentive. We need to be attentive. We need to pause and ask the question, what, 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 what's happening in my wife's life? What's happening in my mama's life? What's going on in her world? Maybe I need to ask the question because I don't know. Many of us, ladies, there's a tendency to assume that the men in your life just know what you need in your thinking. Not a clue. Absolutely no clue. Men have what's called like this nothing box and you're thinking, they're thinking thoughts about the day and what's happened, the relationships and things because that's what you do. But guys, don't. Most guys, they have a nothing box where nothing happens in that box. And they're staring off in the world. And you're thinking like, wow, what's ha- deep thoughts, things. Tell me, what are you thinking about? Nothing. <laughs> it's true. Okay. Now, guys, just because we have a nothing box, we need to own that. 
We're not the most perceptive people all the time in our lives. So we want to ask the question. We need to be intentional. Sweetheart, what's happening in your world? Because we don't have a clue oftentimes. Sweetheart, what's happening? Your mama, what's happening in your world? I want to hear about what's going on through your heart and your head. Some of you guys are like, she tells me anyways. I don't even have to ask. Well, take notes then, my man. Take notes. Pay attention. Brothers, we need to do a better job of that. We can't. And we will be effective then with our words because we know what her needs are and we can specifically meet her needs with our words in building her up. Bringing that word of encouragement. Being affirming. Saying that we see her. I hear your pain. I hear your struggle. I'm sorry, sweetheart. Without trying to fix it. We don't have to fix it, guys. Just being with her. In addition, our words bring healing. Reckless words pierce like a sword. But the tongue of the wise brings healing. Once again, this is God's word. The intention is that we all be wise. It's not just for some. Like, like this dude's wise. Like, he, that's for him. And, like, you know, I can have, like, I can be reckless with my words and say whatever I want and I cut my wife up. No. We're all called to be wise. The tongue of the wise brings healing. Oftentimes, ladies are not seen. And there's value in communicating to the ladies I see you in your struggle. I see you in your isolation. I see you in the pain. I, I see you being empty. I see you in your accomplishment. I see you in your victory. I see how you've overcome and you're persevering. I see your strength. I see your gifts. Words of healing that come from our mouths. Our wives, the ladies in our lives need to be seen. In the Old Testament, there's a woman named Hagar that was uh, a servant to, to Abraham and Sarah, and, and she was kicked out, and she had a child by Abraham named Ishmael, and she was kicked out into the desert and about to die, and God shows up, and the, and the term that she gives to God is Elroy. The name that, that, that Michael and Bridget gave to their son, Elroy, means the God who sees. He is a God who sees. And through us men, through us, as we look at the ladies and all we can communicate that God sees you with our words. In addition to healing, an anxious heart weighs a man down, but a kind word cheers him up. It's just be an encouraging presence. Some of us are Debbie Downers or negative Nicks. Ned, negative Neds. Sorry for Nicks in the house. Any Debbies in the house? Sorry about that. We need to start our days asking. My brother Jake Walker, he's been a great testimony of just the impact of when we pray and say, Lord, use me today. Use me today. My words, my presence with others. Jake's been an encouragement just in this prayer for, in his life. When we pray, Lord, use me today. We might be more intentional, more aware. Like, 
of our words and their impact of others. Whether it's that the, 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 the cashier at Walmart or, or the gas station attention at, attendant at Casey's or, or that school teacher or, or a co-worker. Lord, use me today, bless others. A kind word cheers a person up. We don't know what people are going through around us. We don't need to be part of the culture of toxicity and, and just darkness and, 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 and gloom. And you know, we're surrounded by news and media that's always the negative, the negative, the negative. Friends, Jesus died on the cross and overcame the grave. Death is, death is gone. Our eternity is secure. We have hope, amen? We have all the more reason to be hopeful and have joy than anybody else, right? Let's let our words lift up, show kindness. How can we, again, praying, Lord, I want my words to build my wife up. Lord, I want my words to build my mom up, the ladies up in my life. It's a little thing. Imagine. I just want you to think about this. Just pause and think. If every day I just prayed that prayer, Lord, let my words give me the opportunity to build up my wife, to build up my kids, to build up build my mom, build up other people around me today. What would happen if you prayed that prayer every day? Maybe it's in the car on your way to, your, on your way to work. Maybe it's as you're sitting at the table eating breakfast. What, what would happen if you prayed that prayer? I think people would change. And you would change. We would change. Our words matter. We have a ministry with our words. Husbands, I want to speak specifically to, to, to y'all here. As Ephesians 5 says this, Husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her to make her holy, cleansing her by the washing with water through the word and to present her to himself as a radiant church without stain or wrinkle or any other blemish, but holy and blameless. I want you to focus here. In terms of we are to be like Jesus to our wives. That's a high calling. High calling. We need Jesus to be Jesus. So let's start there. Man, we need to be on our knees every day. Lord, help me. Because I need you to fill me in order to be like you to my wife. But notice here it says, Love like Jesus loved the church, cleansing her by the washing with the water of the word. Friends, our wives need the word, the truth. The rock. They need to be guided to God's thoughts about her. I want to encourage us men to be champions for our wives and our homes. To be leading them to the truth. And to the truth of God's words. Because we can't always be there. And we can't be their saviors. But Jesus is. And he gives them truth to set them free. Let's lead them. Let's lead them to the word. And in the word. And speak the word over them. Again, I know many of us men, it's a struggle. Words don't naturally come to us. That means it takes more time. Build that in. Once again, when we're driving to work, we're driving home from work, we're being intentional. We've got spaces when we need time to process. And we're praying. You can't do this on your own. Lord, help me. I want to build my wife up. I want to be the kind of man that causes my wife to be more beautiful and more radiant than when she first encountered me. Do so with my words. Ladies, there's a real reality that 
kids who are going to give you the amount of appreciation, validation, affirmation. Your husband can even be near to Jesus, which is impossible, and give you all the praise and affirmation and blessing, but you're still broken. You're still going to have thoughts. You have, a, you have an enemy called the devil, and Satan, who's, who's going to attack you with lies. You need to be dependent on Jesus yourself. You need to feed yourself first the word. The truths of God's love for you. I, Song of Solomon is, a, is a, in a, a beautiful book of the Bible. It's a, there's an entire book in, in Scripture dedicated to sex and romance. Did you know that? The Bible is, is, is filled with all kinds of truth. And one book, let alone, is directed exclusively to sex and romance. In, in Song of Solomon, it's also noted, while it speaks of a beautiful romantic relationship of a husband and a wife coming together, it's been known, known to, to also speak as an allegory of God's love for his people. One particular passage I think is so powerful, meaningful for you ladies to consider for yourselves. Song of Solomon 2.4. He has taken me to the banquet hall and his banner over me is love. Jesus has come. God has communicated his love for you specifically. He's shown it historically and tangibly. He's shown it in sacrifice of himself for you. He's brought you to his banqueting hall at the expense of, of his own son. And the banner, what this word banner means, is what, 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 how does he champion you? How does he declare that, that, that you are his possession? It's not with, with, you serve me, woman. Not what I can take from you. His banner, his declaration of victory over you is love. I love you. You are worth loving. You are value. You don't even know. And there's nothing that can take it away. I see you. His banner over you forever is love at the cost of Jesus Christ. Ladies, you've got to feed yourself. There's a book that that woman by, by the name of Terry Thatcher, celebrity, wrote called Burnt Toast. Speaking to this reality that mamas will give their kiddos and their family their best and they'll, they'll, they'll feed themselves the leftovers, the burnt toast. Mamas, you can't feed yourself burnt toast. You got to feed yourself Jesus. You got to feed yourself the body and blood of Jesus Christ. His love for you. You got to remind yourself of his truth. You got you to be receiving from him. Because your role is not just significant, but it's stressful, right? In this broken world, in this sinful world, the roles and responsibilities of mama are significant. And because they're significant, there's stress. You need to be filled up in order to be able to give, in order to be able to serve. And again, you will never get enough affirmation and encouragement and words from others. You need Jesus. Feed yourself. Jesus. Nourish yourself. Feed yourself first. Take time to remind yourself of who you are in Jesus Christ and what he's done for you and your value and your worth. As we said this morning, words 
matter. Amen. And our mouths, we have a ministry to mamas with our mouths. This isn't going to be instinctive or natural. We've got to be intentional. One simple step for us, friends, is begin our days praying. Lord, let me be a blessing. The words of my mouth be a blessing. Let's pray. Holy Spirit. We come to you just thankful for our mamas. And God, we want to communicate that. Lord Jesus, we need to ask for repentance, ask for forgiveness and repent. Because we oftentimes just let, it, let, 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 let days like today be the reminder. One day a year. Or maybe on their birthday. Or maybe on an anniversary. We're not intentional, proactive. Forgive us for that, Lord Jesus. The ladies in our lives are too significant. The, uh, the, the, the mamas in our lives are mean, mean, mean way too much, Lord God, for us to just be reactive. Lord God, we pray, Spirit, we submit to you. Stir our hearts that we might be that righteous person. That we might be that wise person. That our mouths would bring healing. That our mouths would bring nourishment. That our mouths would build up. That our mouths would be a fountain of life. In a world of death and decay. Start with us. Prompt us. Each morning spirit. So that each day we might be a blessing. In your name we pray. Amen.